Welcome to the Scott Shepherd Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Hey, what's up, friend? Welcome back to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepherd. Today's episode is coming to you from Little Italy, San Diego, California, on a Wednesday at 10.40 p.m., because around here we do not miss a day of shipping, period, end of story. And today's episode is number 211. We are going to pick up where we left off yesterday, and what I've been discussing and talking about lately, and probably in the foreseeable future as well, is of the subject of Zettelkosten and the Antinet, which is the analog thinking internet, or the analog numbered tree index system, whichever one you prefer and nerd out on. And it'll be actually officialized at a later date. But in the meantime, we're going to dive into the actual details of what Lumen's Zettelkasten and what his anti-net, what his thinking tool, as what Johannes Schmidt called it. And Johannes Schmidt is the scholar and researcher who spent the most time studying and diving deep into the world and the mind and the backstage of Lumen's theory and his mind, which is his Zettelkasten, his notebox. And in the past, I don't know, 24 hours, I've had a lot of fun, uh, and I'm using air quotes by that, lately, because on the Reddit forum of Zettelkasten, which, yes, there's a Reddit forum for it, I elected to pull myself into a conversation wherein I pointed out all of the contentions and issues that seem to be present within the current ecosystem of the Zettelkasten today. And Zettelkasten today does not actually mean Zettelkasten. It does not mean a notebox. It does not mean what Lumen's system actually was. It does not mean an analog thinking system and a thinking tool wherein it becomes a second mind. And quite frankly, I think Lumen would be shocked and surprised... <laughs> in how, how his term Zettelkasten is actually being used, at least in the English-speaking part of the world, if he knew about it today. But actually, what a lot of people don't know is Lewin was a troll, and <laughs> he was an ironical, funny, aloof, obscure figure in the global academic space, but he was well-known and is still well-known and almost to legendary status within the German academic social sciences circles. And, well, 
you would probably laugh at how misconstrued the Zettelkasten has become, at least in Western society. But lo and behold, there is a man who for some reason has gotten obsessed and sucked into this system because, well, he knows that it works. And that man's name is Scott Shepard. And we're going to be diving into the notebox and the Zettelkasten and the internet, and we're going to keep going. So here's the thing. The three elements, meaning the special filing technique, as what Johannes Schmidt says in quotes, and by special filing technique, Schmidt means the tree-like structure, and quote, the infinite internal branching, that is a term that Lumen used, and that combined with the second thing, which Johannes Schmidt calls in his paper, the selective, the quote, selective relations between notes done via a numeric non-changing ID. All right, that's the second aspect. And the third aspect is that when it is combined with the neuro-imprinted keyword and keyword index, which is the I in anti-net, if we do not use I for internet and interconnected network, that is the third thing that combines. And Johannes Schmidt outlines this in his paper on page 21. And all three of those elements are tied together, and they are made possible by the A in Antinet, which is analog. And notice, for instance, that the second com- component, and as we've talked about and we talked about yesterday, is not just relations. It's not just a link, but it is a selective relations, is the term that Schmidt uses. It is a selective link. This structure, this combination, as Johannes Schmidt points out, who is the, the scholar who studied Lumen's notebox, his Zettelkasten, it demonstrates how quickly the internet sets you on a path away from what one would deem ordered and taxonomically sound. And although it seems nonsensical, especially nonsensical to the career, to the viewer that's looking at one's antinet to the creator that is to the mind of the person who actually created it meaning you it is not only perfectly natural and understandable it literally is second nature which is why it becomes a second mind and one is led away from the original topic and essentially to a variety of other subjects, ones that he or she would not have initially associated with one another. That is what happens when you actually use your own anti-net. 
you stumble upon things in which your mind has essentially put together in small micro instances of thoughts across a time span of decades, wherein your mind has recognized that, hey, this concept relates to this one. And because it's hard-coded, you actually respect it. And not only does this structure of the anti-net, which I've outlined and which you'll be learning out learning about soon when I publish a book on this and an article and teach it in a very concise and clear manner, and of course, we'll be providing you, my early listener and listeners out there, but actually, I'm just going to talk directly to you, the person listening to this right now. I'm, of course, going to provide you with a special, I don't know, early bird, early badass, Stewie Griffin type of discount, pers- you know, I don't know, not even discount. I'm going to make this thing freaking free for you, all right? And probably free to a lot of people, you know, by making the digital copy of the book that I create freely accessible to the world. But for my early, early, early birds out there, I, of course, am going to throw something out there on on top of all that, like giving you a free copy of the signed book that I create just for you or something. We'll figure it out. And if that interests you, then I welcome you to hold my feet to the fire and tell me so by tweeting at me, which my Twitter handle is Scott Shepard, and you can figure out how to spell my name, or you can even email me at me, M-E, at scottshepard.com. So let's jump back into it. You see... Not only does the structure that Lumen figured out, not only does it yield breakthrough insights of how one concept is related to other concepts, which essentially span across different branches, you see, it also shows you how different branches and different subjects is what essentially Schmidt points out share commonalities and share properties that also would not have been associated to both the concept and the other concept, or the branch to another branch. You know, for example, let's take the example on risk. And from risk, which is what I spoke of in few episodes ago, we learn not only how risk relates to truth and science, we also see how risk relates to money and power, and we also learn another thing. We also learn how truth and science and money and power are not completely separate island, but they share common characteristics. And the common characteristics has something to do with the concept of risk. Hmm, that's interesting. So, rather, they're tied together and associated with one another as it relates to the concept of risk. But how do we continue to explore this? Well, once you look up 
those hard links and you navigate around the branch or the stems or the leaves of thought, essentially your notes that you have taken, your hard notes, your real notes, right? Once you start exploring and stumbling around the area, all of a sudden you learn and discover accidents that you actually didn't see when you created the hard link. You see, once you explore further, you will quickly find that the greatest common factor stems not from concept of risk per se, but the concept of what risk really gets to, which is the concept of uncertainty. The concept of uncertainty. Huh. So, the index, when, quote, queried, as Schmidt points out, with a key term, works in, quote, combination with the tree structure of the antinet. And by that, Schmidt refers to it as the system of references. And this, as basically Schmidt says, who's the researcher who studied Lumen's system closest, quote, systematically brings chance into play and creates connections among a variety of heterogeneous aspects that, quote, although theoretically and conceptually different, well, he didn't say that part, the different part, but although theoretically and conceptually different, he says, quote, you discover these accidents, these surprises in a, quote, theoretically and conceptually controlled manner, meaning your mind, your second mind, will instantly kind of see the important connotations of how they are related and how the things around the card of risk are related to actually get you towards a, quote, theoretically and conceptually controlled way of discovering creative and breakthrough insights. And Johannes Schmidt says that on page 21 of his in-depth article. And from there we can essentially begin to explore each of the branches of truth and science, of money and power, and its surrounding stems of thought to begin piecing together other associations and contributing aspects of each branch and the characteristics of each branch, which contributes to uncertainty, which is what we've discovered is really at the core of bringing all of them together, and thereby consequentially bringing risk as a common association within all of those concepts. And so, by investigating and exploring the notes around and the branches and the stems of thought around those concepts, you become to come across breakthrough insights that otherwise normally would not be 
discovered. And it is all powered by the two things that have been outlined in a prior episode, which was, number one, actually thinking on paper and creating those thoughts on paper and spending a deliberate amount of time actually developing those thoughts in real time when you're writing them down. But also, later on, you evolve the system by adding cards behind it and branching down or splitting up cards by adding adding new thoughts and new ideas to the most similar and related idea that you can think of, which essentially, over time, over years and decades, creates this impossible to preconceive and impossible to, to plan out system and branch of thoughts that compound off one another. And this unlocks even more insights, which happen, by the way, because of hard work and hard linking and hard thought and hard time actually putting in thought. Yet, ironically, doing it this way, doing it the hard way, is a lot more fun than forcing yourself to going through and forcing yourself to get familiar and open up random notes in your digital note card app system or your digital note app and forcing yourself to refresh on digital material. Because when you're actually doing this in the analog world, it almost feels like you're an explorer. So when you are reviewing and exploring your mind, your antinet's mind, its tree of knowledge, your own mind, your own static, hard, persistent mind tree. You see what I mean by persistence? And we talked about trees and leaves that are persistent. If you're listening now, it's starting to come together where we're going with all of this. Well, it is a lot more fun to refresh on your ideas in this manner, in the exploratory manner, than it is to force yourself through willpower to review all the other notes that you've created in the past in a random, contrived, synthetic, willpower-reliant way. The hard way is not only the best way, it is also the fun way. And the reason why it is the only way is because it works. And that, my friend, concludes today's episode. And I shall end, but not first, before always reminding you to stay crispy, my friend, and inform you that Scott Shepard is signing off on a Wednesday at 10.59 p.m. Peace and love. See you back here tomorrow.
Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do, all right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.